Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. Hi, and welcome to New Books in Middle Eastern Studies. Today, our guest is uh, Tafoul Abu Hudeb, who is Associate Professor in History at the Department of Archaeology, Conservation, and History uh, at the University of Oslo. She previously taught at the University of Oxford and was a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Oslo and at the Europe in the Middle East, the Middle East in Europe, the latter a multidisciplinary research program based in Berlin. She received her PhD from the Committee on the History of Culture at the University of Chicago and her MA in Social Sciences from the University of Amsterdam. Uh, And her bachelor degree in architecture is from the American University of Beirut. She's the author of many journal articles, contributions to edited volumes, and a book, the subject of today's podcast, A Taste for Home, The Modern Middle Class in Ottoman Beirut, out 2017 from Stanford University Press. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So we always start with a bit of a biographical question, sort of what's your intellectual history in your own words? How did you come to write this book? How did you come to study the Middle East? Yes, uh, well, some of the interests in the study of the Middle East and that feed into the book, they go back to my time as an architecture student and as an architect in Beirut, because I studied at the American University of Beirut. And this was during the 90s. It was, uh, maybe still is, but it was at the time at least very multidisciplinary, so we were exposed and read such works as Pierre Bourdieu and Michel Foucault and Michel de Certeau. And this was also uh, right after the mid-90s, so right after the civil war in Lebanon ended. Uh, you know, it, it lasted 16 years and it ended in, in 91 or 90, depending on whom you ask. But there was this sort of exuberant generation, exuberant sort of feeling among my generation that anything was possible. And this reflected itself not only on on our education, but also on the city itself. And there was a reconstructing, reconstructing sort of process going on at the time, uh, which was accompanied by an incredible process of, of deconstruction or you know, buildings, entire neighborhoods sometimes would be, would be torn down overnight. And this um, raised a lot of debates about the value of preservation, a heritage, why, what to preserve, why to preserve it, does it have any historical value? So this sensitized me and many others to, to um, you know, the value of buildings, not just as uh, you know, superficial heritage, but also as uh, windows to the past. And so, um, and so during my graduate studies, first at the University of Amsterdam and then Chicago, I started to think about working with uh, a material archive, you know, with material culture, and using my uh, background as an architect to complement other sources on the modern period and on the late 19th, early 20th century uh, Middle East. And, um, and I also worked as an architect for one year between my master's and PhD. And that's when the idea of using homes as a material archive uh, took form because I was building sort of residential blocks at the time. Uh, so it was both an attempt to uh, counteract the disappearance of uh, old buildings, uh, you know, their complete disappearance, erasure completely from from the urban fabric and history, but also to underline 
their value for the writing of history, not least in the absence of an organized archive in, in, the, in the Lebanese case. And um, I mean, this happened at the same time that works uh, such as uh, Dipesh Chakrabarti's uh, Provincializing Europe came out, that's in, in 2000. And so um, as a doctoral uh, student at, at the University of Chicago, I was in the middle of all these discussions and, and it was a fantastic as- atmosphere. And here as well, it was very uh, multidisciplinary because of the nature of the program, uh, History of Culture, but also because of the University of Chicago itself. You know, it's uh, sort of well known for these multidisciplinary workshops uh, that take place outside of departments. And so, um, you know, so 